Hello. Hi. Happy November. (laughs) Happy November. And it's been a lot. Like, a lot has been happening. Yeah, I mean, it's officially November for us, but for the podcast, it's like way somewhere in the middle of November. Yeah, as we're recording this, November just started. And yeah. we just, you know, spent our... Feeling week. the hangover of yeah. Halloween. <laughs> exactly. To be honest, like, I'm totally checked out already because there's nothing to look forward to. I feel like I'm already in vacation. Uh-huh. And that's, like, way too far away. Yeah, I get you. We had a four-day long weekend long here. Weekend. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like I really totally rested because I got sick too. So... I don't want to, like, work anymore. <laughs> I just, I've been really thinking about it the entire day. And then, oh my gosh, what am I doing with my life? I don't want to work. I just want to stop and do my bare minimum. So, yeah, I did my bare minimum today. <laughs> today, but, like, I'm we'll waiting for the other shoe to drop. So, maybe tomorrow <laughs> is a different story. Or yeah, the there's already an internal panic and monologue about the guilt that I'm feeling right now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, tomorrow is a holiday for me, so... Oh, good for you, bestie. I don't know, I might check out some coffee shops. That's good. Before anything else, let's talk about the weekend that we've had. Yes. I mean, so go ahead, bestie. How was oh, yeah. your Halloween weekend? Your costume? What was the feedback yeah. and everything? We went to Shibuya for yeah. the two nights of the mm-hmm. weekend. And the first one, we weren't on costume because it wasn't planned, mm-hmm. per se. But I got so trashed. It's such a shame to shame. <laughs> there's that moment where I threw up on the train platform. Oh my god. <laughs> and how was it? And did not anyone like see? Drunk, like drunk. Really? Yeah, someone saw. <laughs> Your friends did? Yeah. Whoa, bestie. That's like and on the Halloween night. Well, I've always been a low person, <laughs> so the bar is low. <laughs> the bar is low. Oh my god. Yes, the bar is on the ground and you know, it's so easy to reach it. <laughs> and then but what happened? Night, it was fun. Yeah. Like my friends went as like Wednesday Adams. Mm, I saw that, yeah. Yeah. And Gomez, but not really because he was also wearing a different mask. Mm. And then there was also like a Genshin impact character. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then the other one played Jeffrey Dahmer, but not really because but not he was really. the one to be cancelled. <laughs> so it's just like a prisoner. <laughs> And then another one went as Bob Ross, and the other one went as Scarlet Witch. So, oh, you know, fun. all over the board. I think among you guys, I love the reference to, of course, Atlantis and Bob Ross. I feel like yeah, it's I think fun the too. Bob Ross is also very on point because Mm-mm. he's an artist himself. Oh, is so that Jim? That was really good. Yes. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. And then what happened? Like, where did and, you guys go? Did you go to a Oh, uh, we pub? started, like, far away from Shibuya so Mm-mm. that we won't really meet any crowds. And during Halloween weekend, you're not allowed to drink around Shibuya area. So Ooh. we bought our drinks from the convenience stores oh. from far away pre-game. from Shibuya. So uh-uh. Yes, pre-game. So we walked to Shibuya. It's not that far. So once we went there, we went to the crossing. Overwhelming costumes. Mm, we fell in line for a club and we went inside after an hour and a half so it was like a long line to the club and then inside it was like fun inside but then when shit started to hit the fan like it's getting crowded and getting rowdy and we're like nope let's go because i think we don't want to be itaewon inside oh i'm sorry yeah yeah so that's Mm. what happened and then we went for food and waited for the first train well that's good i mean that's so cool I mean, that's a legit Shibuya Halloween experience, I think, to be able to, yeah. you know, dress up to the nines 
and then go to a club with your friends. I guess that's a really classic Halloween experience. And then, like, yes, I just want like, a farewell to your 20s because I feel like on your 30s, it would be very, very hard to do that. <laughs> I know. I mean, okay, speaking, you know, speaking of my 30s. So you remember last week we recorded after my birthday and we weren't really yes. very enthusiastic during the catch up. Because you know yes. what, Bestie, like a cold was coming down, and after I like I celebrated my birthday, uh, I had flu, yeah, rhinovirus, and then like I really had high fever. I didn't go to work, so that's why I felt the whole entire time was a vacation for me because I really got to rest. And then people yeah. were just really asking what what happened to the 30 flirty and thriving and now she's sick like where are you is that what and 30 also, like, is during our recording of the podcast you had to hold back some thoughts because you know an itch was coming so you had like <laughs> <laughs> exactly I, I mean i have that now it's more of a rasp but i'm better but yeah i mean 30 really hits different bestie it's so hard to recover from and how was your halloween party, party? yeah it was so, on the saturday but, night and I, I recovered in time, Bestie, for the Halloween party wow. on Saturday. And because there was a tropical storm here, tropical storm Paeng, we weren't able to hold our fun run for, on Sunday. Ah, uh, yeah. The, what's so, the breast cancer? Breast cancer awareness for, yes. run. Because it's also October. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I got, you know had free time after. So was able to really enjoy the night. So we rented a house in another city and then you know invited friends over and we had dorothy wow we had dorothy wow. to buy for food and drinks well honestly i didn't get hammered and we weren't really you know we weren't able to enjoy as much because bestie there was like a caretaker and the caretaker oh. was a woman and she was quite very strict with the rules and then at one point she asked are people going out like someone going out because i'm about to sleep i'm gonna close the gate no one's coming out after. What the fudge? Go, what the hell? So, um, ma'am, can I? So I argued, of course, the argumentative yeah. me. Well, ma'am, um, we didn't read that in the rules, and you know that we weren't allowed to get out if we're gonna lock the gate, etc. And then she kind of mellowed down and she compromised. Okay, I'm just gonna set my alarm off at around what time we're supposed to get out. And then so they went out at I think two a.m. So it was really weird and. The pool was just for 10 p.m. only. So like, what the? This is Wait, so like. They have a limit for the pool, but do they have like a lifeguard? Exactly. I mean, was she even the lifeguard? No, but yeah. it was the rules within the village to, you know, minimize the noise until, mm. you know, of course, 10 p.m. But our friends, you know, broke the rules. They went to the pool at around 1 or 2 a.m. But, you know, they didn't make any Nice. So, but it was fun catching up with our friends, although, you know, some rowdiness happened <laughs> in between. And, you know, yeah, I heard was, about it. there were some. And, and you were like, like sending me a message at like 2 a.m. Like, bestie, talk to me as up when you're not drunk. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's so friends. So, I know. And also, like, some people in that party, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't listen to this podcast. So, well, we don't yeah, know, bestie, but yeah, it got kind of rowdy. And, I think this I mean, it's corp- fine. I don't know the people I'm going to trash talk. Mm. But, you know, as if I have like a basis <laughs> for trash talking these people, but I do. I, you do. <laughs> and I, I mean, won't I feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? 
I think it's the Scorpio. There were so many Scorpio people in that oh, yeah. uh, event. Like, and when our faces were so obvious that we, you know, with disdain that we showed disdain and dislike when you know some rowdy stuff were happening. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, we were such peacocks. <laughs> but yeah, it was fun overall. We had good food, uh, not so good music, I think. But, you know, we caught up with each other. And, of course, I wore my Miss Congeniality. Pets. Yeah, you looked yeah. stunning. And then there was also V who was, like, going for, like, a... Get Catriona Grace. So, like, we were so in sync. <laughs> yeah, so and you have yeah. the same color of gown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. She was funny. And then Marin, of course, went as Marceline, who was... Yeah. Like, she also It's very her, her. Yeah, right? It's very her. She like, has I'm her not own surprised, brand, but, though. like... It's very her. Character references. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm actually, like, the only time I was surprised by her costume was when she went as Rue. Rue, yeah. I Me mean, too. it's also very her, but, you know, it's more it's, accessible to the people. Yeah. <laughs> is that, but, like, a good... Yeah, know. it is. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe she liked Rue because she relates to Rue as well. Like, as a person. Yeah. But, yeah. I think like but not Rue the was drugs outside. <laughs> I know, but outside her, I think pool of references. Yeah, it was so good. She got it. And speaking of Halloween weekend as well, the eight a one thing is yeah, like really I mean, really sad. Mm-mm. And we were able to experience that kind of crowd during twenty nineteen when we were there. Mm-mm. When you know people are drunk and there's like a crowd surge and you're not able to actually move and. Where the crowd goes, that's where you're pushed. Because that's how I remember it. Once we were moving to the final club, the did final we even go pub, to a club? yeah. Oh yeah, we did. Because like that's where I quote unquote lost lost my phone, <laughs> and then it's just in my bag. Yeah, you were crazy, but yeah, yeah. And then that's the last club that you left us, <laughs> and then Mary got yeah. Mary got you know drunk and i was like looking for you guys where are my friends where are my friends and then guys were like coming up to me in the 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 staircase and then like, yeah because hey, there was alone, a light in the girl? staircase <laughs> <laughs> if i can remember it correctly from memory there was a light in the staircase we got in first and Marin was not able to get inside because she was too drunk or she was hammered what was the re- well, i don't <laughs> forget the like, reason we're really trashing her friend here but yeah <laughs> I mean, I forgot the reason why she was not able to get inside. She was with once I got, friends. <laughs> yeah, with other friends. Yeah. And yeah, once I got, the, I got there, I ordered a drink. We were in, ordering, I think, rum coke? Yes, because that's our uh, go-to when we're going out because it's just easy. And, it's you know, an, a very accessible drink. Yeah. And after that, I don't remember anything. I just remember yeah. the next day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I, again, going back to Itaewon, we... Over condolences, yeah, our thoughts but, and prayers. Yeah, you guys are in our thoughts. I mean, it couldn't have been easy as well for the parents and the loved ones who are left here, who just thought that their children or their loved ones are going for like the Halloween party and yeah, ended up yeah. dead. I mean, no one would expect that. And of course, like even imagining if you were in their shoes, the people who were slowly dying in that alley, that very narrow alley, then. I you remember know, that alley because it was like during early in the night when we were at that area. We passed by that, right? Because yes, I was yes. wondering if we really passed by there. And I think we did. And then it was. Remember when we got like separated from the whole bunch? Yeah. And there was that like small pub on mm, the corner yeah, where yeah. we found the Jasmine? Was it Jasmine? Or Ariel. Ariel. It was Ariel, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, it was around that area. Mm. 
So, yeah, we offer our condolences to the family. And of course, um, it also happens here in the Philippines as well, especially during Sinulog, Sinulog where yeah. Marin and I and a friend, Isa, were really like in a tight alleyway. Alley. Yeah, yeah. where a car was in the middle. People were like banging the car. Why are you here? Why are you here? Like, it's so tight already. And then I just like pity the kids who are with their mothers. I mean, why would you bring your kid here? Yes, it's that's so true. Though. Yeah, yeah. It's so difficult. I mean, it's such a difficult situation. Yeah, that's maybe we don't blame, but like, why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah, and I think it's that's good enough. And let's take a yeah. break. All right, let's take a break. Hey, besties, now that we're charting new waters, I guess we have to take our friendship to the next level. Are you inviting our listeners to a swingers club? No, but if you want to, I mean... (laughs) Anyways, we just opened our own Buy Me A Coffee account and we'd love for you to support us. By subscribing, you get to unlock exclusive posts and messages, work-in-progress updates, BTS, and of course, first dibs to official merch. So, check our description box and click the link to access our Buy Me A Coffee account. See you there! Okay, so based on, now, of course, our title, we're yeah. going for another Deep Discogs Deep Dive. Yeah. It's been a while because this it is such is. a homework to do. Because <laughs> we have to <laughs> listen to everything. And we made sure yeah. for Tame Impala, we just covered... The studio albums and not Mm-mm. including like the early releases, the singles and the EPs. Yeah, and the extended versions. Yes. Because that would be a lot. Although I love it so much. But it's good. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like rubrics. Oh yeah, okay. So we're only covering four studio albums, right? And then yes. you posted a rubrics for what would be our guide questions per album on how we're gonna tackle this one by one. So yes. what are the rubrics, Clark? So we have four albums. That's Inner Speak released in 2010. Loner, mm. uh, Lonerism. Uh, wait, I Her always is, forget yes. this because it's not Inner Speak. It's Inner Speaker. And that's... Oh, <laughs> I was today Inner years Speaker, old. yeah. Yes, yeah. I was today years old because I always oh, just yeah, call it yeah, as yeah. an Inner Speak. So Inner Speaker 2010, Lonerism yeah. at 2012, Currents 2015, and Stole Rush mm. 2020. And per album, we're just going to give our notable favorites. Are there any sampling or like key points to discuss or mm. references Any to other artists yeah. yes yeah, yeah. and then maybe of course the album talk arts. about the album art which and is finally, what i like yes actually he has solid album art and mm. the final thing is like overall album rating so let's mm, get okay. into it because this might be a long episode it'll take a while all right so let's start with what is tame impala i mean who are they What's up with them? Like, what is their influence? Go ahead, Clark. Yeah, Tame Impala is, as people think, they're a band. Because, like, when you watch them on tour, it's like a full set of band. Mm -hmm. But it's generally just a music project by an Australian named Kevin Parker. Kevin Parker, yes. Yes, he's based in Perth. Perth. Yes, that's where our friend is going. So, yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, I guess that's generally the intro to Tame Impala. And it's mostly... His music is like very psychedelic and he does Mm-mm. everything on his own studio. So he records the guitars, the synth, vocals, drums. So it's all just his own project. And that would reflect somehow on later 
albums that we're going to discuss. Yeah. And I love that he's very experimental because I feel like yes. he's such an advocate of finishing his projects in the studio because he feels like it's where the magic happens. Yes. And of course, if you can see a trend as well among his albums, you would see also that they are a reflection of who he is, what he feels at that at time. The moment, and then exactly. there, yes. And of course, there's a transition, which of course we're going to explain during each album. So yeah. maybe let's go ahead and start. With Inner Speaker. I always Ker. forget that. <laughs> inner Speaker. So this yes. is the first album yes. by Tame Impala. And like, as a general feeling, Clark, what or how or what did you feel hearing the entire album? To be honest, it's not my favorite Tame Impala album. Mm, I actually I agree, don't have this as well on vinyl. And it's very reminiscent of 60s psychedelic rock, Britpop, mm. Paisley rock. And then yeah, the vocals. Yeah, it sounds so Britpop to yes, me. Because yeah. the vocals sounds very much like John Lennon. Beatles. Yes, yes. I was going to say. So it's so yes. Beatles. Yeah. And I think this one is very much like self-reflection. On his end. So mm-mm. it's not very revolutionary in some sense. Since mm-mm. it's mostly borrowing styles from the 60s psychedelic rock era. So it's giving nostalgia. That's always like that, like, yes. what do you say? Much of discovering oneself. Yes. You know, I coming mean, it's of age. it's not yeah. a bad introductory album since, you know, it's him trying to get to know what he wants to do with his music as well. So in some sense, it's like a cover band of Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And there's one thing about Tame Impala. During the production, if you can, if you listen to it with like high quality speakers or earphones it's like 3d audio where sometimes you hear yeah, it from the left you hear it, or you hear from, it from the right the and it, yeah so yeah. it's very surround sound yes surround sound is amazing mm-hmm. and then that's a very distinctive Beatles styles because then once they record their audio it just so happens that maybe john lennon is just like on the left side or yeah, someone else happens. is on the right side mm-hmm. so that's what happened then so it was mostly mm-hmm. technical difficulties but he's using it to his advantage to actually play with how everything is arranged so I it think creates it's um, a mood or like an environment for the song as well. Yes. So as for me, I think my general comment to the album is that, of course, it's not my favorite. I think it's my least favorite out of the four I agree. albums. And although they said that this album is, of course, phenomenal because Tim Impala caught the world's attention by his editing and production style here. Yeah. But I feel like it's too noisy for me. In the most simplistic terms, it's too noisy for me. But I guess that's the vibe, especially during 60s and 70s. But yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that's it. But it sounds yeah, nostalgic. Think, yes. Uh, I think the yeah. mastering with it, it's also very heavy on like the swirly guitars. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a good way to... So it's like <laughs> a layering of swirling uh, guitars and bass and, sounds. Yeah. And it's not... It sounds very British though. Yes. The, it's very the influence British is there. Yeah. Especially if like you listen to track two. A desire be desire go. If I listen oh, yeah, to it yeah, now, yeah, yeah. it would have like I would assume it was the Beatles. Mm. To be fairly honest. So, what are your notable favorites from the album? Songs that you like? Okay. Yeah. So I, I have see. here one, two, three, four. So, like I said, desire be desire go sounds very much like the mm. Beatles. And then track four, lucidity. It's just so trippy. And then Ooh. six, solitude is bliss. I think this is the most oh, popular song solitude to come out bliss. of this album. Yeah. And yeah, I think I even hear it in like a backing track or like. And a soundtrack, mm. I forgot where. And then track seven, mm. Jeremy Storm. It's all just riff and vibes, so there's no lyrics. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So it's good. How about you? What's your 
Oh, we're kind of different, Mesty. Like, I like Alter Ego. Mm, that's and good. And of course, Solitude is Bliss. Yes. Then, it's not meant to be. I like the beginning. Oh, it yeah. It sounds like Paramore's Decode. Yes. If you hear it again. And of course, the fourth one, I think, is the obvious British influence in I Don't Really Mind. Because when you go to the bridge, you'd hear repeated lines and progressions like how you hear it from the Beatles songs. Yeah, it's like so, stacked up yeah. audio yeah, and yeah, yeah, guitar yeah. riffs. Mm. So it's really, I mean, as much as we don't like it, it's actually like a good solid intro mm. album for Tame Impala as the world knows mm. Tame Impala. So yeah. how would you give Tame Impala a rating out of 10? This one, I'd rate it as 6 or maybe 7, 6.5. Yeah. I also rated Are we the same? Six. Yeah! <laughs> We're so friends. I mean, I know. one. So this is going to be six for me, I think. Okay. And album art. So the album oh, art, yeah. if you see the cover, it's... You're, it's I think like you're the changing of the leaves. Yeah. And you're then, in, from a tree. I, I feel like he was taking the shot from a high point. Yes. And the then Like a vantage out. point. And then looking mm-hmm. at, you know... Changing of the color of the leaves for like autumn. Oh, I didn't notice that, Bestie. And then it's kind of psychedelic in some sense because it's like zoomed out. So the visual is like zoomed out or zoomed mm, in. And then there's yeah. like over layering as well of the image. And I love it. I agree. But it reminds me of the background of the poster of Princess Bride movie. Like if you just put the silhouette of the guy and the girl kissing, that's the background, like the landscape. <laughs> yeah, I'm Googling the Princess Bride poster yeah, can you now. Just check? I feel like it's the same. Which one? <laughs> is it like the the floating heads one with the orange background? I don't know. Or just, oh, I think you meant this one. Let me, sh- sh- no, no, never mind. I think you know, you already know what you mean. Yeah, like yeah, I see yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That one. That makes yeah, sense. It's just how I looked at it the first one. Okay, so let's go to the second album. Lonerism. It's so it's lonerism. just released. Two years after the first one? Mm. 2012, we were in third year college, I guess. Like We yeah. were 18 then. Yes. Mm-mm. This album actually sounds cleaner than the first mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I so agree. So there's like pretty good writing and then the layering of the swirling guitars and the pulsating synth chords is still very clear. But yeah. I think he bought a synth machine for this one. So <laughs> He bought a new one like after the blow up from the first <laughs> album, he upgraded it. Yes. And, you know, this... Machines. Uh, album has a lot of synth like a yeah, lot of I synth and then there are some tracks that kind of reminds me of The Strokes Is This It album so totally yeah it's kind of like across that one mm-hmm. and then this album is also like showing growth from the previous outing and is more adventurous mm-hmm. and explorative in especially with the, the style, mixing right? in yes the in the editing, style yeah. and again working alone in his studio album he doesn't want to compromise his ideas so mm-hmm. that's why it's called Lonerism Lonerism an ode to his being an introvert and Mm-mm. enjoying being alone. And people would say this is like the magnum opus for all introverts and loners. Well, that might be true. I mean, and I would kind the of album agree. really seeks to depict the feeling of not relating to anyone. There's a kind of anger and angst and loneliness written between, you know, the lyrics and the songs. Yes, yes. I actually did point out some here. Like, we'll talk about it later because mm. I do love and all then, those lyrics. Of course. It still sounds like the first one. There's a little ode to the 60s rock sound, yes. which was established in the first album. But of course, with this one, it's kind of lo-fi na, and then there are different tricks 
yes. in the studio that he might have done as well. He was also thinking of like making like arena pop or like something that could be played in mm. concerts. And Mm-mm-mm. that's why you, some of the influences for this one is Beach Boys because even if they're from the 60s, oh, yeah, yeah. they're a pop boy band. So it's mostly inspirations, The Flaming Lips Mm-mm. and Beach Boys. Mm. And how about the album art before we forget? Because I like, oh, yeah, almost okay. forget the album art earlier. The editing, it's punkish and indie, but mm-hmm. the picture is very common. It's the, you know. It's a park in Paris. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Luxembourg Park. It's fenced off and it's, you know, edited in a very indie way. Yeah. How, how we edited pictures actually, before. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Also 2012. The filter is very 2012. It's very 2012. What happened was he was in Paris and he was walking mm. along and he wants something that would capture the lonerism. So he wanted to find something mundane that people enjoy, which is like basking in the sun in the park. Mm-hmm. But on a loner's perspective where he was from outside, as you can see, there's like the and fence. fenced off. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, the album art is also very poetic. Mm. In a sense, like that. It's very poetic, yes. He's very good at that. So, notable favorites from the album. I listed I think six, I have three. so that's like a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I only have okay, you go three here. So, mine is Love Apocalypse Dream. So, it started as like very noisy, but then it gets lo-fi yes. during the middle. And then psychedelic, which I like. And it also talks about his journey as someone who's a loner and an introvert. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly. describes his feelings as well. And of course, Elephant. I think it's the most popular oh. song in this album. And I yeah. think in one of his songs as well and interviews, in fact, he admitted that Elephant paid half of his house because it's how big the blow up was yeah. of Elephant. And of course... My favorite in the album is Feels Like We Only Go Backwards. Oh, absolutely. So, like, yeah, I wrote it's it very here. Like, seven because like, We Only Go Backwards. Absolute exactly. fave. And we've already yes. played it in the pod, like maybe season one. And also, maybe first season, yes. Yeah. And also with Mm-mm. Elephant, this is mostly like a departure from his traditional sound. Like it's yeah, not yeah, very I, I synth and psychedelic in some sense, but Mm-mm. it works. I think it's one of the gateway songs to having a more pop sounding album yeah. on the next one. So that's yes, why people call yes. this one the transition album because he started mm. going for a different direction for the next yes, one. Yes, but also people always like comment that because he always says that this is a transition album, but people always say that every album is a transition because time you know passes by and then yeah, the person true. changes, the artist changes, so it's always a transition. And the way you're but saying yeah. that is also like framing the fourth album, which is. The fourth Slower. album, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're gonna, yeah, which we're gonna talk about later. Yeah, uh, let me just go back to some of my favorite tracks. I love okay. track one, Be Above It. So mm. I love the loop drums. That was noisy. I love the loop drums and then the vocal oh, okay. samples. <laughs> and then the rush of the synthesizers. So I think this is like you get introduced to yeah. Tame Impala. To again his style. The, yes, yeah. the synth, heavy synth. You're, and then... Like, He's bringing you back to who Tempala is. Yes. And also adding a new touch of like what this album is all about. So track one Mm -hmm. is like a solid track one. And then next is track four, Mind Mischief. I absolutely Mm. love the lyrics, the guitar riffs. Mm. And then there's this lyrics like, I just don't know where the hell I belong. So like you said, it's his inner thoughts about not belonging in society or being a loner Mm. and stuff. 
And mm. track five, music to walk home by. I really love it. Oh, I love that too. Yes, you can almost hear the fun that I should be having. So that's like one of the lyrics. It's very, <laughs> it's very sad because he's not experiencing that. Yes, and there's also like just need to hear somebody say this will all make sense someday. So like, yeah, heart tugging, bestie. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? For all the loners who were listening to that album, I'm sure like 10 years from now, like where we're at right now, they yeah. think, yes, it made yes. sense. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then last one, track eight, Keep On Lying. There's a sample mm. like somewhere in the middle where it's, there's like a dinner party, but it's muted. And he's know. not there. Or like he's no, just no, he's looking there, at, but he's oh, like but- checked out because he doesn't belong there. <gasps> yeah. So but I, I think that's so a brilliant way of that showing that kind of dinner party but he's not really mm. there because the audio is muted and i love how he's so committed to the theme of the album that even the how he titles the songs always yes. lends back to the album name itself which yes. of course we're gonna realize especially very in apparent his latest on, album yes exactly yeah. very apparent on the fourth album and also he has this tendency to since he is an introvert so if you listen to Impala, the vocals are very muted. It's mostly like yeah. you know, trying to vibe because once mm. he edits his like songs and he's trying to produce it and he hears his voice, it's like, nope, let's mute it. <laughs> mm. That's also his being a loner mm. and, you know, introvert yeah. being. And of course, there's so much air in his vocals, of course, and he falsettos everything. Yeah, I think he's also one of the pioneers of that one with Mm, the indie bands trying sound, to yeah. be that kind of sound. <laughs> yeah. So how would you rate this album? This is my favorite. So this is the first oh, album really? that I got. Yes. Okay. I give it a nine. Oh, this is nine for you. Okay. This would be eight for me. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair because we're going in... Ah, so my current is your favorite. Currents is my favorite album. I feel like I relate to it so much. So for Currents, since this is my favorite, I'm just gonna talk about it. <laughs> so Currents is an album, again, all about transition, in which I think Parker kinda left his 60s rock yes. style yes. and then realized that, ooh, the mainstream is actually a good space to explore my musical style so then he went kind of pop and mainstream and you feel that here but i love that it is kind of still very nostalgic but then it sounds new because i feel like that's why the other two albums were kind of dated and kind of noisy this one this is somehow quite sophisticated in the editing and of course this is what they say as his renaissance to the uptown funk music because he's yeah. putting the funky flavor in this album, which I like, of course. So this is my favorite album. Yeah, and I agree <laughs> with you because like a lot of tracks here in this album, it's something you can play in the club and you know you can Yeah. Move. And <laughs> I feel like when the party girl in me like <laughs> this so much. <laughs> and there are times when I'm like, you know, I want to dance with myself on a exactly. Friday night drunk on wine. Right? This uh, is like one of my go-to albums along with Fleetwood Mac, that's also like an album I play right? when I'm, yes, so I'm drunk and dancing with This wine. is one of the two albums that I have. I have the latest one as well. I have and this one as well. this plays well in the three yes. people, right? Yes, I, yes. Mean, I think we've I also think we've talked about already this. mentioned it, like, especially now. Because, <laughs> you know, 
just it was mm-hmm. a transition track it's just like one minute and yeah, two, two second, minutes two, uh, two minutes. minutes and then it's yeah. really not that big of a spectacle for an audio listening but it's such but a it good works. transition album. it works i mean yeah track. but also this one currents this is a breakup album yeah yeah yes yes i read that too this is a breakup mm-hmm. album because I think he was in a relationship split up yeah. with Sophie Lawrence. Mm-mm. And although the whole album is not arranged in three separate acts, you can actually divide the whole album in three separate acts. From sadness the, to yes. a little bit of hope. <laughs> yeah, so so first one is like going through the breakup mm-hmm. and then second act is mm-hmm. being bitter or being sad, wallowing in your own sadness mm-hmm. during the breakup. And the third one is actually trying to move forward, start a new and stuff. Yeah. So mm. I'll talk about it some time later once we go through the individual Songs. tracks. Yes. So what's yeah, your okay. idea about the album art? Oh, so album art. Yeah. So the album art, I didn't quite understand the cover at first and what it looked like, but it feels psychedelic. But at the same time, it looks fluid. So, of course, I googled it, what the cover was. So, it said, actually, that it is a diagram of vortex shedding. And it feels like we're based on a turbulent flow, the way liquid or air flows around objects. So, yes. I feel like it was just going with the flow. Yes. And so, it's basically currents. Yeah, currents. Yeah. So, it's very on the nose. Very, very on the nose. And then, of course, they said it's another transitional album as well, which, of course, I think this is also a depiction of his life also in transition. I get it. Like, it, people call it a transitional album, but I feel like at this point, he has arrived. Mm. So I consider it mm. like a transitional mm. album. It's more he's like... He's there, no? Yes. Yeah, he's so he's like he's there. arrived and he's made a name. Mm. And mm-hmm. generally, we just consider it a breakup album. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and... But you can, album. <laughs> yeah, but you can like jive because like there's such bops, especially like track one that it happened. Exactly, oh my gosh. It's very upbeat and then oh, it sounds I like that a though. club so mix. I listed that as something. Somewhere in the middle, there's like an intentional glitch where you think your record is jumpy, but it's actually like part of the overall oh, yeah. spectacle. So I noticed I that as well. So oh my much. god, is this broken? Oh, it's just part of the song. Yes, and then like <laughs> ding, ding, ding. And then yeah. there's the synth that's, you know, progressive. So it mm, moves to bridge. Mm. It's so good. It's so good. Mm. And then next is track two, Nangs. Yeah, Rally said, oh, love we it. love that. Love I it. listed that too. Yes, and then track three, The Moment. So this is like the official breakup. So this is where the breakup mm-hmm. happened in the album. So story-wise, that is the breakup. And then track five, eventually. So there's like a part that said, I know that I'll be happier and I know you will too. Eventually. You know what? Um, it's actually just the stages of grief in songs. Yes, and then, exactly. You know, it's so sad. Yeah, but there's a twist to this one. If yeah, you... I know. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go yes. Just... So, and there's also a part that says, wish I could turn you back into a stranger. So that's very Celeste. Yes. <laughs> very apt. <laughs> And then next one, track seven, The Less I Know, The Better. You know, I think everyone mm-hmm. knows this song. This is so good. So it's trying yes. to move on and start anew. And there's a line that says, I was doing fine without you till I saw your face. Now I can't erase. So it's still mm. kind of like that grieving sense. It hits you. Yeah. And then before I go to track eight, let me just go with track 13. New person, same old mistakes. So this is him trying again. 
But then he yeah. said mistake, so he feels like he's a new person. But you know, make the same mistakes. So it's and then, like the cycle, bestie. I yes. mean, okay, another person, but then we're just gonna go over this again. Like, yes, have a relationship, break up, but get sad. In track songs. eight, titled "Past yeah. Life." So mm. past life is like lover from a past life. So the whole song mm-hmm. it actually ends with like a conversation. But it's mostly like a sample of a conversation. And at the mm-hmm. end, there was like mm-hmm. a phone ringing. And then the girl says, hello. Because they got Uh-oh. back together. And they got married in 2019. And now they have a kid. Oh my god. <laughs> Messy. Do we want that? I mean. <laughs> Is that the same person he broke up with from the yes, beginning yes, of this album? Yes. yes. It's, oh, so it's Safi Lawrence. Together. Yes. They got married in 2019. She's, okay. So okay, I guess it's them, not really like a breakup album in no sense. Uh, yeah. um, musicality wise I don't like track 8 like past life Mm-mm. but I feel like it's a notable track because that is where the twist of the I album is I hate this guy <laughs> <laughs> okay so my favorites are Nang's of course yes I'm changing let it happen the less I know the better and of course love paranoia and I love the beginning of cause I'm a man cause it sounds soul neo soul yes yes something like John Mayer were soul artists here that would play kind of yeah. sexy from the beginning and then yeah it actually also sounds like a Kruang Bin slash Kruang Bin slash yes. um, Leon Bridges like Texas Sign album it sounds yeah, similar yeah. definitely and of course private indications as well so, and the Love Paranoia song that you mentioned, it's the time where he was doubting about the relationship, trying to... No. Yeah. I don't know about this guy, but okay. <laughs> so congratulations if you got back together, have a kid, have a life. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's it. What is your overall rating for this album? Best? I give it an 8. Okay. Mine's 9 for this one. So like we're swapped. <laughs> or Yeah, we're swapped. <laughs> Yeah. And then, of course, we go to the fourth and final album, Slow Rush. Released 2020. So during the pandemic, right? Yeah. I think it blew up during the pandemic. So yeah. I think during the pandemic, the single that blew up was Borderline. And I Mm-mm. didn't really Mm-mm. like it. And it's actually now that we're just doing this and doing my mm. homework and researching about this album mm. where I was able to give my appreciation. Yeah. yeah. So... With Slow Rush, the overarching theme here is the passage of time. And then, of course, transition again, transition, transition. So this album is composed of 12 songs. And somehow, compared to the three before that, it's kind of slow and smooth. Yeah. And it always alludes to the time element. Because if you can see the titles Titles. of the songs, yeah, it's very on the nose on time. And of course, it's a journey as well. And, you know, um, it's polished. I like that it's polished. Still disco-y and of course, funk. Yeah. Funky. And even if like there's a mellow side to it, there's also some songs where bops. you could... Yeah. Bops. You could play it in a rager. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And actually thought some of the albums sounds like a gorilla's music, which yeah. I'm not wrong about because the latest single that they released this year is a collab oh, with Gorillaz. Oh, I just listened to yes, that it's so one. Good, yeah, like, we're so not going to discuss about it, but it's, it's really good. It's a unique it. pairing. It's good, yeah. Yeah. So, like you said, this is a concept album about time. Because if you check mm. the 
tracks like track one is one more year Mm-mm-mm. and then track 12 is one more hour so it's yeah. like it's nice it's amazing it's, it's a nice so book good. ending yeah. and stuff so do you mm. want to discuss your notable favorites first? sure so of course i like borderline yeah like you mentioned and of course it might be time i love the keyboard here it's quite sexy and then glimmer i love glimmer i love lost in yesterday because oh, yeah. the vibe here was like Daft Punk. Yes. Daft Punk's dub effects. I love that part. But I think all of these songs that I just mentioned, there's a, like a dated quality to it in all of the songs. Like, yeah. Although it's kind of smooth and slow, some parts of it sound dated. Yeah, it's like something. I think it's still like a reference to the 60s yeah. psychedelic rock, but yeah, it's mostly modern now. Well. And I think the most dramatic in terms of the story of the songs, the lyrics is the post homeless forgiveness. Yes. Because this alludes to her his relationship with his, with his estranged um, dad. Father, estranged dad, who he lost to cancer in 2009. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he forgave him only after when he died. Hence, post Thomas. Yes, but he also has still gripes about it because there's like a line in the song that says, <laughs> But you decided to take all your sorries to the grave. So as much mm. as he wanted to reconnect there's still that right yeah, of like we could have done something before you passed yeah so that's sad and quite poetic so yeah and then of course yeah. last is one more year it talks about how a year can be such a distance between mm-hmm. two people emotionally and a lot can happen in a year yeah there's like i think at the end part of it there's a line that breaks down one more year or 52 weeks and in those mm. 52 weeks, that's seven days a week. So it's like trying to break down how one how, year goes. So yeah, it's easier to digest. stretched it yes. is, right? Yes. Yeah, so. yeah, that's also one of my favorites here. Like one more year. It's about so the anxieties of mm. what would happen next. And mm. it was released in 2020 where people were kind of mentally struggling in some sense. Yeah, like in the and pandemic. It's so yes. <laughs> so it's relatable. about languishing, like what would happen next. So it's like, yeah. okay, I'm just going to do this one more year. And also very mm. relatable to me. Because like, how how many years have I been living here? So I always just one more year, one more year. I think my one more year stopped in 2020. A lot of one more years. Like work-wise, you know. Relationship-wise. Yeah. Oh no, 2021. I stopped. Yo, Stop. Shut up. Like, I have a new job now. You do, but... but- same. <laughs> same word. New person, same old mistakes. <laughs> Very on the nose on that one. All right, okay. I also like tracks number seven, titled On Track. It's strictly speaking, like I'm on track. So it can feel like, difficult to feel yeah. like you're on the right path when you reminisce about that. what you could have done in differently in the past. Oh my god. Doesn't that resonate to us all? <laughs> right? That's why I'm giving this album like Oh, mm. I should have appreciated it when it was released. But mm. if you like really the lyrics, it though, it's very, mm. very amazing. It's like therapy as well. And then so track good. number eight, a follow-up to track seven, Lost in Yesterday. Because if they call you, embrace them. If they stall you, erase them. So that's talking about, you know, Lost in Yesterday. So mm. it's okay to reminisce about the past. So Some that's why. things are meant to be in the past. Yeah, but like, like he says though, like, because if they call you, embrace them. So if it motivates yeah. you to power forward, then yeah, embrace it. But if they yeah. stall you, then erase them. So 
Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to actually look at the past. There's not just mm. like one lens to look at the past. And yeah, then I love it. track nine, it's such a vibe. It's such a bop. This is what I call like the Kerwang Bin slash Dion Bridges type of music. Which one? Track nine, is it true? Is it true? Yes. Hmm, I haven't heard of that. And then track 12, one more hour. So oh, I love this. It's like seeing the finish line and starting a new journey. So mm. it says here, who knows what the next year holds, much less the next hour. <laughs> oh no. It's so good. But also, it lends to the idea that even if it's just an hour or a year, time will just really pass. Yes. And then you'll just arrive there. Yes. And then, you know. That's it's so technically amazing. track seven, untrapped. Yeah. So it's so good. It perfectly captures his idea. Which Very, brings us to the album art. I love the album art. This is my favorite among the four, though. I hated it at first. It's too really? bright. Really? But, you know. Uh, I researched, I googled the story of this album art. So he was with his photographer friend. I forgot his name. But they went to an abandoned town in Namibia and found a very opulent, once opulent building. And then they found that room. And then there was already desert sand coming in. And then they just really, of course, it's not the original color, but they revived it to its yeah, former yeah, yeah. glory and even put in psychedelic colors. Yes. As you can see, it's quite funky. And I feel like it just lends to time. Because, yes, you know, it's like the sense of time. Exactly. Oh. I mean, in that sense, yes, I really like how the album art mm. was able to speak for the whole album itself. Mm. And, you know, seeing that room where it's filling up with sand, it's it's very sand claustrophobic. Yes, it's very claustrophobic <laughs> in some sense that time is trying to kill yeah. you. But, you know. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it's it a that slow way, rush. but you're right. <laughs> it is a slow rush. Yeah, so I like the concept, but I don't like the color since it's bright. But I get it. So mm. what's your final rating for this album? I rate this 9 or 9.5. I rate this a 7. As much really? As I, yes. <laughs> as much as I gave it praise. Oh, and it's nice. a really good like album. That. But I still, my favorite is still Lonerism. Oh, okay. Although, it's, I would buy this album such, now. Such a, yeah. You buy that. I have that. <laughs> yeah, I would buy this because, okay. you know, after doing this so research. So I'm going to order, I'm going to order Lonerism because you like that and I have to appreciate <laughs> it as well. We're really shitting on inner speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think that was a good run, Bestie. Yes, I'm amazed and impressed. If you have to rank them, the four of them, so how would you rank it? Oh yeah, of course. Lonerism, Currents, yeah. Slow Rush, and then okay. Inner Speaker. Inner how speaker. about you? Mine would be Currents, Slow Rush, Lonerism, and then Inner Speaker. Shitting yeah. on Inner Speaker again. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so let's pick one song from each album. From each. Oh, sure. All right. Okay. From Inner Speaker. Solitude is Bliss. Yeah, I think that's the most familiar one. So let's go with that. Okay, go. You can choose Lonerism. Okay. Um, I want to choose Elephant, but like everyone knows it already. Okay. How about Mind so, Mischief? Mind Mischief is good. Okay. I don't mind. And then you choose recurrence. Okay. I love the less I know. Um, no, no way. We already played that. <laughs> yes, I'm changing. And we haven't played that. So yeah. yeah yes, I'm changing. That. 
And then for Slow Rush, any specific, specific song you want? Rose Thomas? Okay, I, we can do that because it's really touching it's and I have to. It's okay. We, we want to bring people down their moods. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah. see you after right, the break. see you. Okay, so that's... We really quite... ended on a very weird, <laughs> solemn note. Because posthumous... Yeah. What was that? The whole title again? Posthumous forgiveness. forgiveness. It's kind of forgiveness. really sad. But it's so yeah, mellow. But... And it's still very Temin Pala in that sense. Yes. And I loved our conversations in between, Bestie. I mean... Yes. The things we <laughs> talk about, my God. <laughs> yes, like... Once we take a break and then we listen to some songs, it's they're really actually just like one. background songs <laughs> because we're talking some things that it's not allowed in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we learn a lot from each other. We call out each other because sometimes things are too much. Yeah. Yes. And also <laughs> just trust talk our friends and you know, it's never going to leak because it's a close knit. Uh-huh. All right. I think it's gonna leak between our friends, but only there. <laughs> no, I don't think unless you're gonna leak what I said. <laughs> what did you say that's so damn the last it? word? Oh no, I'm I not gonna talk say about it that. yet. <laughs> because you're gonna tell me about what really went yeah, down. Like, yes. <laughs> okay. I hope Okay, that let's close the show. Turns out good. <laughs> Anyways, okay, thank you guys for listening to another Deep Discogs Dive. And the topic, of course, is Clark's favorite, Tame Impala. It was a really good run. Don't you think so, Clark? Yes. Yeah, yes. it was such a, a good run. And we learned a lot while listening to the songs. And we hope that you learn a lot too. And of course, if you have suggestions, questions, uh, reactions, you can always message us at two turntablespod on Instagram and email us at two turntablespod at gmail.com. If you wanna, you know, send us a DM, you can always shoot us a message at Clarissa Degamo and through my alternate account at underscore vinyl diary all on instagram what about you bestie yeah after the show we're moving to miacoffee.com slash tutortablespod it's a fun environment there so we can talk about what we want and some things we talk about there so yeah go be a member subscribe and of course don't forget to rate us five stars and leave us positive comments Anywhere you listen to your podcasts, share it to your friends, Mm -hmm. download the episode, it boosts the algorithm so that if you're enjoying this content, so that's one way of of supporting us. (laughs) Yeah. And you can message me on Instagram at Grafram and at Analog. And yeah, that's about it. All right. So thank you guys for listening. Listen to the songs. And of course, keep keep that that record record spinning. spinning.